0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I was talking to my healing prayer person, Cindy McFadden, recently, and she said something to me like, Do you ever just sit? And I was like, No. The reality is, even if I make myself breakfast, like if I make myself a couple of eggs with Swiss, which is one of my favorites at the moment, I will sit at the counter and eat it out of the pan. Like, Oh my goodness, these true confessions. And so internally, as soon as I said that, I was like, the reality is I could walk the extra five steps and sit at the table. And the reality is I could probably even put the eggs out of the pan into a bowl. But the beautiful thing about eating them out of the pan is that the pan is still warm and it kind of keeps them warm. I might not change that one, but it was an interesting moment because she said, well, maybe try sitting. (laughs) And as soon as she said that, the Lord gave me a really beautiful picture. Like, Amy, you're going to go to a walk and pray around a lake later today. You have a specific spot where you can sit. So sit there and just be at peace. So I did it for half an hour, which felt like massive progress for me. And, you know, the Lord gave me little gifts in that time. There was a, a part where I wouldn't say that there was massive breakthrough spiritually. It was humorous to me later in the day. I was listening to the Bema podcast with Marty Solomon, and he was talking about spiritual practices. This would have been in season one, so um, early on. And one of the things that a mentor of his had challenged him to do was to go and sit by a lake for eight hours, just him and a Bible and a lunch. And I was kind of like, oh, could he not take a phone? Could he not take a journal? Like, Really? Like, he, could he take a pen and make notes in the pages of the Bible? And uh, he apparently was in college and, like, took this as, like, a challenge to his Christianhood or something. And so he went and did it. And about four hours in, had this really remarkable shift in how he heard from God. And so, anyway, it was just interesting to hear that after the fact. And be like, oh, he made it 16 times as long as I did. Um <laughs> for me, it was like slightly disorienting because after half an hour of having nobody at all around, all of a sudden, like here comes a kayaker. And I just thought that is just weird. Like, I don't want to be sitting here as a kayaker goes by in any case. Um, it was beautiful though, because there were like little physical things in the natural world that the Lord kept teasing me with. So one of my beautiful things that I love. I love dragonflies. There was a time a couple years back where a beautiful prophetic woman was praying over me um, on the phone and I was standing with my hands upraised in order to receive what she was praying. And a dragonfly came and landed on my finger. I think it was the fourth finger of my right hand, but now it might've been the second finger. Anyway, I know that they all have meaning. So I would have to look it up though to see exactly which one it was but that was so beautiful. And within the next two or three months, I had dragonflies land on me three more times. And so it was like four times in two months, maybe. And I've never had a dragonfly land on me any time before or since. And in that season though, I saw them every day. And like in weird places, I would be sitting on the airplane and see a dragonfly out the window, like crazy stuff. And so I'm having this like, Beautiful time with Jesus, and the dragonflies are going by. A blue one, one with a red section that made it look just so vibrant. There were mating dragonflies that kept flying past. That was kind of odd. I was like, "Are you in season?" It seems like this would be the end of season, but whatever. And then there was this funny sound, like a fish was leaping, but I could never catch the fish, and I couldn't see any ripples. And I thought, well, maybe there's like a log that's partially submerged. And anyway, all of a sudden, I looked over across the the lake. And I watched two acorns probably, or maybe they were pecans, but some kind of a nut fall from a tree into the water. Plop, plop. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's my fish. That's not a fish. And then also I looked down and there were these water striders and I could see they were not like what I would traditionally think of as a water strider. So they might not have officially been that, but some kind of a bug that was on the surface of the water. So we could call it a water strider, I suppose. And it made me laugh because this was a lake, so there was no flow to this water. But even still, there was just a little bit of a movement to my right. And that, and then here's this little water strider that would kind of float backwards for two seconds, and then it would dart forward, and it would be kind of in the same place it had been before. And then it would float backward for two seconds, and then it would dart forward. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is how my life feels sometimes. Like... Little baby water strider, you could turn around and just go with the lake and it would be so easy. And it was sort of like the Lord said, yeah, but sometimes maybe it's good to go against the flow. And I was kind of like, I can receive that. I I don't disagree. And yet I think maybe there are times where it's nice to go with the flow and just be like, oh, I'm just resting and not always fighting. And so it was just this little time of enjoyment. Like, how does the bug stay on top of the water like that? I don't know. It's kind of amazing. And there also was this moment where I thought, you know, years ago when I was a girl, probably fourth grade, I remember going on a retreat with my parents. They were still on staff with a missions organization and we would have retreats a couple times a year, maybe long weekend kind of a thing, maybe just a normal weekend. I'm not sure. And we had gone to this retreat center and there was some kind of a canal or maybe it was a river, but I felt like the banks were really well-defined, which makes me think maybe it was a little more man-made. And I remember sitting on this grassy bank and just watching the water go by. And in that moment in my memory, it feels so timeless. Like I could have been there forever. And I don't think I was, you know, realistically as a fourth grader, probably 20 minutes feels like forever. But I remember sinking into that place and just being like, this is a place of peace. And so then years later, when the Lord invited us to move to land, when we found the property where we live, it was like, oh my goodness, there's all of this water. I can go and I can sit by the spring fed Creek, or I can sit by the Creek that traverses our property, transverses our property. I can sit by the other Creek that's on our property. Um, It's kind of like our property has maybe like a cross shape of a Creek. So it's not exactly like that, but kind of, and the reality is I've done that once and we've lived here for 15 years. And so there is this moment, I think, from the Lord saying, and why don't you come and just sit by the water with me? Why do you feel like you have to get even more steps in? So it's an interesting question. I don't have the answer yet, but I'm thinking about that with the Lord. So Jesus, I thank you that you give us the chance to just sit with you. That sometimes you do ask us to walk with you, but that sometimes you would get to the end of your day and you would sit and John the Apostle would recline with his head on your breast, and it was beautiful. And so, Lord, I am asking for the right balance between the work and the rest, and between the, the walking and the sitting. <laughs> I'm asking, Lord, for the right balance between the thinking and the contemplating, or like kind of thinking new thoughts and learning new things versus just meditating and enjoying the gifts that have already been given.